Hello, I am Heidi and welcome to Heidi's Lemonade Stand, where we talk to real people and share true stories of overcoming life's challenges. We are taking life's lemons and making lemonade. Thank you for joining me. Hi, Rachel. Welcome to Heidi's Lemonade Stand. I am so excited to talk to you and learn more about you and what you are doing now. So tell me a couple of things about yourself. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate this. This has been great. Um, So a little bit about myself. Let's see. My story kind of goes back to, gosh, in my early 20s was my first kind of really big moment that kind of made some changes for me as far as like, you know, you can either participate in life or you can roll down and just let things happen. Um, So I had um, within a year, I had um, gotten fired from my job um, with a CPA because I wouldn't commit fraud, got my bachelor's degree in business management, um, got married, like moved into a new home, like all the things that they say you shouldn't do together. But getting fired obviously was the big, it was huge. It was huge. It was, it was pretty devastating, you know, especially when you're not in control of things. So that kind of really hurt the ego. It hurt everything you can imagine, you know? So I took my, my little pity party and regrouped and realized, okay, well, I'm still young. I still have things to do in this life. I've got to not let this define me. And so decided to go back to nursing school. And I had always wanted to be a nurse, but like nursing school then had to be full time. And I wasn't in a position to go to school full time. I always had to go just part time. I had to do everything kind of on my own. So now that I got fired, I was in a position that I could I could go to school full time. I had the support of an amazing husband um, that was just like, "Yep, let's do it now," um, you know. And so I was able to go back to school. So that was the, like the first time I realized, like, oh, you know, have your pity party, have your moment. You definitely need to mourn. I think that's a part of the process, but we got to get back to participating in life. Then I worked as a nurse for so many years and, you know, 15 years. And in that process, definitely some other goods and bads, you know, happened. Um, But I started reading the tarot cards and I would start reading them as like, be like, oh, this is going to be my full-time business. And then never mind, never mind, you know, like, um, this isn't what the world needs right now, you know, or, and then, oh, can I make money at it? No, 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 I can't make money at it. So I'm just going to not do it. And then, you know, put more effort into other things that, that you can, right? Like nursing and things like that. Some other major kind of things hit me. So this is, you know, years later and stuff. Another big kind of blow was not being able to get pregnant, um, going through IVF and that not working. Again, had my pity party, you know, just kind of being devastated. But as a nurse, I was able to become a NICU nurse. And so, you know, talk about like, well, I can't be a mom per se, you know, through my body kind of thing. But I can be everybody else's mom. I can be like the mom to to these little babies. These NICU babies, they can be in there for, you know, they can celebrate their first year in the NICU. Like they can just be there for so long. And of course, like moms have to go and 
you know, they have to get back to work. Like maternity leave only lasts for so long. So here I got to be like taking care of all these little babies, even though I couldn't. That was just another way of like how you participate in life. So this last last year, um, I ended up having a realization that after you know, a year and a half of working through a master's program and, you know, $50,000, it was kind of agreed upon that, that I should not become a nurse practitioner or a neonatal nurse practitioner, which was like my ultimate dream and goal and something I really, really wanted. And so where it felt like I got kicked out of school, it was just kind of this like mutual agreement that like, maybe I'm not meant to do this job anymore. So then I felt like I lost my babies. I lost all this money. I lost two years of my time or a year and a half of my time. Now I'm back to zero again. And, you know, had my pity party, figured things out and got it together and and realized, well, the thing that I've been doing the most has been these tarot cards. And the tarot cards are the things that I've always used to like help me with major decisions and help me, you know, and I've been doing it at this point for almost 30 years of doing readings. And so I kind of gave to that point of like, no, I need to make this my job now. Like I need to make this how I serve this world is through these cards. And ever since like I kind of came to that moment of like, like stop chasing it around or stop pretending like it doesn't exist and just be like, okay, this is my job now. Business has boomed. I am meeting so many great people from all over the world. I'm doing so many great things and I'm just like making people laugh and smile and get them on their path. And that's been the biggest thing is I don't let them not participate in their life. You know, I've learned that you got to do it, but now I'm going to make sure that you know that as well, that you can't just hit those hard moments and just stop. Like I'm here to make sure that these cards are used to be able to help you get going onto your next path, whatever that might be. And we're going to figure it out together. Tell me what these cards are. What is, explain a little bit more about that. Yeah. Yeah. Great. So, um, the, the, the true cards are kind of the history of everything is um, some people say that they were done, that they were first um, created back in China when paper first got made. You know, some people say from ancient Egypt. So there's this whole long history of things that people don't necessarily agree on. But um, what I can say that the tarot cards that we currently use today is kind of based on um, a group of people that got together to, to use symbols and and create uh, pictures within cards to talk about like people's lives. Like, so for example, we've got um, all these kind of stages in life that we all participate and we can probably look at everybody and understand what stage of life that they're in. And so these cards kind of represent that. So the cards have, depending on the deck, um, you've got about 78 cards and they're split up between um, major cards. And that's what I'm talking about. Like, as far as the big major life changes, you know, this kind of follows that idea of like, we're born, we learn the steps that we need to, we leave the nest, you know, we grow, we have our trials and tribulations and fall down on our, fall down on our face and get back up again. 
and have these like death and rebirth moments where we come out on the other side, knowing what we're doing, knowing what our purpose is. And of course, you know, this is also very cyclical. So just because we know what our purpose is today, you know, could be different. (laughs) It could be different. And that's okay. We can go back a few steps. We can move forward a few steps. But we all kind of can follow this pattern of life. Now, there's minor cards, and the minor cards are used to kind of take little snapshots of what's happening today. You know, what's happening right now with what might be, you know, hurting or helping you type of idea. And then you've also got the court cards, which talks about like the people that are in your life that come to help you, come to nudge you, come to kind of get you to your purpose. So sometimes it can be a gentle little, you know, flick. Sometimes people can like push you down, like, you know, in the instance of like getting fired from a job. That's a big push to get you out because my purpose was not to be working for a CPA. You know, that was not my purpose, but I would have never done it on my own unless I'd gotten fired. You know, I wouldn't have been able to be a fantastic nurse if I hadn't gotten kicked out of being a CPA. So um, those are our little helper herders, <laughs> you know, depending on the moment. So by using all of these cards, I also use like life coaching. I got certified in life coaching to be able to like use these cards to turn around and help you find your purpose, kind of help you find what you're needing to do. Some people kind of use the cards more of like that fortune telling, like, you know, which I can do at times too, you know, but the deep, deep reason why I do these cards is to, to, you know, get you on your, on your path, um, to help you exactly where you need to be going. And what, I use fortune telling in the sense of like, if you looked at, if I told you about how to get on your path, what does that look like for you? Feeling of peace and all that kind of stuff can kind of come into play when you're talking about um, looking into the future. So, yeah. So it's not all about, it's not fear-based at all. It's like showing you that the the future is okay and that you can step forward into it. Yes, exactly. Exactly. And what's great about the cards too, is that you can look at the future and say, is this what you want? You know, is this something that you is appealing to you? If it's not, let's revert it back to the present and figure out the steps you can do now to change that future. Free will 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 overcome any anything that we see in the cards. So you get to kind of, well, if you don't like that future outlook, let's fix it up. Let's figure out what it is. Yeah, so, I like the uh, idea of changing what you're doing today because that's what will be in the future. So if you keep exactly. doing what you're doing, then you're going to keep being where you are. So yeah, change exactly. what you're doing now. Yeah, exactly. Good. You know, this sounds kind of harsh, but I'll use the idea of like, okay, I might see something like a divorce or a breakup or something heavy duty like that. And ask my my client, okay, is that what you want? Do you want the divorce? Some people do. Some people are like, yes, I finally get the divorce I want. You know, other people are like, no, what do we need to do? And we can figure those things out. You know, we can figure out the idea of like, look, you guys are so separate right now. We need to figure out how to get you connected, reconnected uh, into a marriage versus just two separate people. So it's those kind of concepts of like, okay, well, if you start pretending, sometimes you got to fake it till you make it. But, you know, if you become a married person again, that can change your whole future and not get a divorce, you know? Right. And sometimes people need to have those moments of like, oh yeah, 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah. We all need that divorce card to be there as an option. You know, that's always an option for anyone. And so exactly. it's a good reminder of like, are we going towards that or away from that? Exactly. That's exactly. You know, it always kind of hurts my heart that Hollywood has kind of made these cards just so, you know, more on that negative side because they don't have to be. They can be such a, an amazing thing, an amazing guide to help you through your life. I know Hollywood loves the death card. <laughs> yeah. So, but that's one of my favorite cards because the death card represents like the end of the end of a chapter of your life, beginning of a new, hmm. which is wonderful because that is in our control. You know, that is something of like, you know, oh, yeah, I want to change jobs. I'm going to change a job and get something that I really want. That is kind of like the representation of a death card. It is not scary at all to change a job to something you want. (laughs) But it doesn't mean that there's not a lot of hard work that's associated with it, too. Yeah, it comes with the grief and loss and the plans and the future and things you had in mind. And it's it's the end of something, just like you said, even with the divorce, it's still dealing with the end of something and the start of something new. But that's what life is. It's starting and stopping all kinds of things. So all the time, all the time, you're just guiding yeah. people like, do you really want to start or stop this? Or do you want to keep working on this? So exactly, yeah, that's exactly. great. It is with not without its morning, right? Or as I call my my pity party, right? Yeah. I, I need that. I need that. I yeah. need to have that good cry and be able to go conquer the world again. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You got to take those lemons and deal with them and then you can make exactly. the lemonade later. Yes. That's exactly. how I have to feel exactly. it for a little while. Be sad for mm-hmm. a little while. Like we're human. We've got to have feelings and we got to get through things, mm-hmm. but you don't want to stay stuck there. Yeah. So I like how you're encouraging people with that too. You know, it's like, mm-hmm. look. You have this whole life to live. You have this whole path ahead of you of yeah. things unfolding before you if you want to get up and live your life. Yeah, exactly. And sometimes that's what we need, right? Is that little little glimmer of what our future can look like to kind of get us motivated again, get us excited. Because like mental illness, depression, all that can be very real. And it's hard to take off the blinders. Sometimes we just want to stay with the blinders off, but I think the cards really help go like, if I can just take those blinders off for just a minute and show you what, what life is beyond the here and now we can do it. We can do this. And here's steps that we can do this together. So what would you say is your lemonade now? My lemonade now is this business and like being able to help people on this journey the first card in the tarot is called the fool card, the fool's card. So that's, you know, as you can imagine, anybody is just, it's, it's the fool. It's a clean slate. It's the zero. It's, you know, a fresh new egg, a fresh new baby born, you know, any of that kind of stuff that has no impression on it yet. Okay. Right. But one thing about that fool though, is that it doesn't participate in life. It's just there, (laughs) you know, the egg is just there. Nothing happens until it breaks through the boundaries. Once you break through that initial boundaries, then you have this whole journey that you can participate in. And that's the fool participating in each of the journey to be able to go through. So, you know, that lemon, well, the lemon just sits there. (laughs) It doesn't do anything. It's too hard to eat. You can't do anything. But once you break through that lemon, you can take it into the into the levels of lemonade yeah. into its journey. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Yeah, you can add stuff to it and make it even better. That's the whole point. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But it's useful on its own too. Like a lemon, you know, can be used for Mm -hmm. seasoning and cleaning and other things too. So it's the way you're going to use it on your journey. Mm -hmm. Exactly. But you got to break it. You got to break that lemon once you do. Yeah. It doesn't do you any good till you crack it open and get inside. That's life. You got to just dive in. Exactly. So you're exactly. teaching people how to dive into life and embrace it and love it and learn and be and be all that they can be. It sounds like yeah. it just sounds like you're just trying to be like, don't be afraid to live, yeah. live a full life. Yeah. Because there's no way that, you know, universe, God, anybody like that would want you to just sit there and be this way. Yeah. But once we can open up and yeah, penetrate that lemon, you know, we can see this whole journey that's yeah. just around us. I love the idea of taking the blinders off because I think we do get so set in like our path and our way and this is it. And we get a little drama about it too, when it's not going how we envision or how we expect or how we want, or even if our spouse or people in our life aren't doing things how we expect or want. And I love the idea of take the blinders off and kind of step back, see another view, see Mm -hmm. what else is available to you, see another way of thinking and Mm -hmm. of viewing your life that can kind of open you up to another possibility that you didn't think. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Also means that as part of the steps of life, right, this cycle and journey that we go through is also like stopping us from justifying our own things, Mm -hmm. justifying our own victimhood, justifying our own entitlement, justifying our own processes. Once we can also clear that out, we can also see what is there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's so true. We do. We walk around with kind of this, I like that, kind of even just a shield to protect us. But it's like, no, just be open to possibilities. Be open to life. Life is painful, but it's worth it. It's worth it. (laughs) (laughs) It is really the bottom line, right? Yeah. Well, and I love your attitude about it with sharing, you know, what you've been through or you've had a lot Mm -hmm. of kind of stopping your path of things that you envisioned for yourself. And even even you got to be a nurse for several years, but just be able to take the next step and have that stopped. Like it's mm-hmm. definitely time to regroup and and you could definitely be playing the pity party and staying stuck. And you're mm-hmm. finding ways that you can uplift and serve people with the gifts and talents and abilities that you have. And that's what it's all about. Sharing exactly. that lemonade. That's just so sometimes great. To, you know, you kind of keep forgetting that you have all of these tools till somebody goes, you know, you can create lemonade right here, right? <laughs> and you're like, and people would buy it from you and people <laughs> love it. <laughs> yeah, I love that. We do need that outside person sometimes to be like, you got this. <laughs> yeah. It always comes back to like not staying stuck. Don't stay stuck as a lemon. Don't stay stuck as a fool. Um, there's too much of a journey still left. And to know to reach out to get help, right? We had help in school. We had how many teachers helping us in school? Why do we think that? Our teachers are no longer with us. Why do we think we don't need anyone to help us and coach us through what our life is or teach us of what we need to do next? That doesn't stop. Yeah, I love that concept. That's true. We go through all those years of school with a teacher right by our side. And then we're like, okay, we're an adult. We're on our own now. It's like, no, No. mentors and coaches and teachers and just examples and neighbors and family. And wow. Yeah. And people with amazing podcasts. (laughs) Definitely. Definitely. (laughs) I'll pay you later for that. (laughs) That is really true. We have so many resources. Mm -hmm. I love that thought. Yeah. And yeah, the cards are just one of those resources. 
Now that is very true. That's a great, great way to just look at everything we have available to us and, and mm-hmm. keep learning, keep using it. Yeah. Uh, there are teachers and coaches everywhere. We just have to keep looking. For them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you. I love this. So it's been so yeah. great to chat with you and yeah. even, even we're kind of related and this is really I cool. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even introduce you as uh, my stepsister that I knew 30 something years ago that we kind of lost touch with, but it's fun Mm -hmm. to reunite and hear the amazing things you are doing now. And I love, I love being able to see you again after all these years and and see that you're happy and healthy and doing well. And Mm -hmm. I just wish you all the best. And I'm just grateful that we had this time together. So thank you. Thank you. I really appreciate this. (laughs) You're still here. Well, then enjoy this little outtake from that interview. Like I kind of thought about too in my own life is all of these detours that have happened that makes you come back to where you are. But I think in like listening to your stories too, the same thing is that what we didn't do is we didn't stop participating in our own life. Yeah. And that is like the sole purpose of it. I've been fired. I've been kicked out of my master's program six weeks before graduation and all these kind of things, but I never stopped participating in life. Yeah. And, and I think that's where you get to go to all these different directions and stuff and like try out things and get a degree in something and go, oh, never mind. That wasn't, you know, like (laughs) something I was supposed to do. Let me come back around and do something different love the idea that like you were thinking about this at 18 yeah. and like had this concept of it. It's like life disappears, yeah. you go into a different direction, but it kind of came back to where you needed to be. Yeah. So. Oh, I'm it's so glad you said you. that. This it's has really been you. my like mission in life, but it took a little, and not even a detour. It just took a roundabout path to get there. And that's no. okay. Like I love to do what I've been doing the past 20 years too, raising my kids and yeah. having that all the experiences I've had have made it. So this time around, I can do mm-hmm. things even better and mm-hmm. enjoy it even more. So it's been, yeah. been really good. great. I good. know. And then I get to meet you. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> that is definitely the highlight of the day. So. No. <laughs> it was good to catch up with you. Good so to catch up with you. Yeah. you. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that's the alarm. And if we're done here, I heard a dog barking. I'm like, yeah. there you go. <laughs> he's done. Okay. Well, take care. Right. I wish you all you the best. Too. I have enjoyed spending this time with you. You might have a friend struggling with the same thing that we talked about in this episode that might enjoy listening to this too. So please share this episode because no one is alone at the lemonade stand.